say is Why do we exist? Is it God or is it to be God's or is it to be rich? Are you sure? Is it to be poor? Is it to be wealthy? To be pure or something to endure? Or do you live to be deadly? Or do you have the conscience to see through all of the nonsense? And when they ask how you feel, it's hard not to be honest Or do you live to conquer? Kill any imposter who tries to stop what you're plotting No matter what you were prosper or do you think you're heaven sent? Well please show me the evidence of this claim that you represent Do you suffer from selfishness? Do you know what direction you're going? Are you a perfectionist? Are you here to play ball? Cause you make it look so effortless Are you the next president? Are you here to destroy? Are you here to create? Are you here to avoid? Are you here to relate? Are you here to be the voice of the people to teach and show them that they have a choice? Or are you just a demon here to deceive the people? Evil is what you feed them as long as you continue breathing Are you here to spread diseases? Cause you had one all your life And you feel that the life that you live is out of spite Are you here to do what's right? Do you question what's right and wrong? I question it all, people, until the questions are gone With that said, when I'm dead, I'll die with questions I answer Like, is there a cure for AIDS or is there a cure for cancer? You believe in the Lord, but the Lord goddamned you Cause it brought you in a world that doesn't understand you They commend you UFC Fight Night, Rochester, Dos Anjos versus Lee, which was a decent enough card. We see Kevin Lee moving up from 155 up to 170 to take on Dos Anjos. The Motown Phenom, 26 years old, has a 17 fight win with five losses. I forget that he went on a, a five-fight tear winning streak um, before going up against Tony Ferguson to be handed that triangle choke uh, defeat in 2017 to make Tony the interim champ and people's champ. Um, all the way up until that point, and even the fight after that with Edson Barbosa, he was looking ridiculous looking absolutely ridiculous TKO stoppage for the win at uh, Edson Barbosa then we move on to Al Al Iaquinta bit of a mouthful of sorts and I just didn't see the same I didn't see the same uh, Kevin Lee Uh, he didn't the commitment wasn't there he's very wrestle heavy and Al Iaquinta was just a boss in there basically it was all in his face um, got that win. Um, obviously, subsequent to that, Ally lost to Donald Cowboy Cerrone. So then, you know, Kevin steps up and says, Yeah, you know, the weight cut he's been promoting and sort of pushing for this 165, which makes sense, man. Every 10 pounds weight division, of course. Um, which Dana's not really, really contemplating, etc. So he jumps up to the 170, and everyone's saying, "Yeah, you know, without the weight cut, the diminishing weight cut, um, you know, we should see some something different. Should see a improved Kevin Lee um, with more power, etc." And it didn't really translate. He came out hella hard the first round. Um, very takedown heavier stuff I, I don't think he mixed up his strikes as well as he, he usually does um, but the vet Dos Sanios just put it on him basically put it on him like he, to me it was almost kind of like it wasn't as bad as Ty, as Woodley Woodley and um, 
Kamara, because uh, Kamara Usman, because it, it didn't seem like Tyrone was even really there, man. He was like a sparring partner slash punch bag for that championship fight. Um, it wasn't as bad as that, but he, I don't know. I just, I'm pretty sure everyone's saying this. We, we didn't see the Kevin, which we normally see. So trust me, he's going to reevaluate the whole of this year. Um, maybe even go with a uh, another kind of a camp. You know, he's, I guess he needs he needs to find another recipe because currently, you know, the last two outings haven't been the best for him at all. And Osanio's improves his record to 29 wins with 11 losses. Um, prior to that, he lost two in a row against uh, Kamaru Usman, the current champion, and then Colby Covington, the former interim champion. So it's not like he's been losing against um, you know real crap competition. It's been very stiff, and Colby and Kamaru have a very similar style. Which is interesting because Kevin Lee also has a similar style, which is wrestle heavy. Um, so I thought he would have replicated the same sort of um, recipe of sorts. And then we all know that that, that uh, fight with Robbie Lawler and Dos Anjos um, went all the five rounds, but you know he won by decision. Took out Neil Magny before that with some leg kicks and then an, an arm triangle choke. Um, and that was again, he did the same thing that Lee was doing. He moved up from 155 to 170. Um, three fight, one street straight off the bat. Um, then he lost two and he's bounced back with the with the victory over Kevin Lee. So it, it puts him in a, in a good a, a good spot um, title-wise, you know. Maybe he can go for the, um, a little, maybe another two fights or so. Then I think he should definitely be in a title picture. Felicia Spencer defeats Megan Anderson via a rear naked choke first round real quick to a point three minutes and 24 seconds in I think Megan has been totally exposed she's, she's clearly a good fighter coming from a victory and stuff she's got length she's got victory over Katz and Gano with um, a, t- a toe to the eye <laughs> she should have been really deemed as a no contest but she definitely has some talent, but her great her ground game is stupid. It's it's silly. She she got exposed by Holly, and she got clearly well. She got exposed tremendously by Maya Felice um, Spencer. She needs to reevaluate and get on some grappling and some some jujitsu stuff because you know she's in the quote unquote top tier of the UFC and she can't be losing like that constantly. Uh, well, not constantly, but you know, ground game is definitely the way to to get um, a victory from Megan Anderson. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens in regards to her involvement uh, in the sport. And as we all know, um, Neil Magny was out due to um, some kind of drug suspension, which doesn't make any sense. Just looking at Neil Magny and the type of character he is. Um, he was replaced with Derek Krantz to face Vince Lupe or Luque, whoever it is. That was a very interesting fight as well. I mean, the, the card itself wasn't the most stacked card, but that fight was uh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, 3 minutes 52, TKO to punches. He was out of here. He was out of here. Um, it would be nice to see 
once Magni's got himself all sorted out, they can run that back. It's going to be a big challenge for um, for Neil, definitely, because he's not he hasn't got the power really. He's very adept, more uh, a technical rangey kind of fighter with submissions. So I think we should, you know, once Usada sorts out that all of that folly out, they they should resign that fight to go again, hundred percent. Charles Oliveira defeats Nick Lentz, TKO punches, second round, 2 minutes and 11 seconds. You know, Charles Oliveira, I think what's next for him should be maybe, um, what's his name? The one who who fought the blessed one. What's his name? What's his name? Brian Ortega, T-City. Triangle City, I think that's that's a, a um, abbreviation for. That will be a, that will be a good one. That's what they need to do. Um, there was a big hype train. He got demolished. I think you know. I think we need to do the matchmaker Sean Shelby and then Mandem need to do something a little bit more. You know, technically kind of. Um, Charles Oliveira versus T City. Put the card together. Put the event the match together. Put it on a stack card. And I'm, you know, that should be fireworks. That should be fireworks. Um, to me, that was the the, the 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 best fights on the main card. The same the card wasn't really anything special. Aspin Lad defeats Sarjay Eubanks and went the full distance, and it was a down battle slobber knocker, as they say. Um, both went toe to toe there was a real no backing down it was a it was a tough one it was definitely a tough one uh, for the judges and it, that, that's why it's quite hard to you know I think Dana said it a lot of times people always say don't leave it to the judges do as much as you can do leave it all out there and I think both of them definitely left it all out there I expected more of a grapple heavy um, fight with uh, Aspen but she she elected to stand a lot of the time she took her down um, that showed that definitely a, a different dimension um, for Aspen Lad. Very good performance. Sajay Eubank, she can still hold her head, head off because again she showed, you know, an excellent sort of outing. And what's next for Aspen Lad? Holly Holmes. They already had the card lined up and stuff. Um, you know, I don't know. She's 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 going for Amanda Nunes, but. Let's give her some more stiffer competition. Let's give her some stiffer competition. Let's get her up there and let's make that happen after the um, after the result of that uh, that Nunes and Holmes fight. Michael Pereira, is that the right pronunciation? Demolito, 22 wins, nine losses. I, I'm not aware of this this uh, gentleman, but he has. Made his debut against Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts and defeated the young guy in the first round, one minute forty second. This guy came out doing the the lambata, the tango. He was quick walking. He was doing all kind of stuff. The footwork was just out of this world, man. Out of this world. Um, Size-wise, oh, I'm gonna jump straight to as well. He was massive. <laughs> he was massive, and I talk a lot about this weight cutting thing. You know, the, the <laughs> like he's 170. I'm sure he wasn't 170 pounds when he was in that ring, um, and I'm sure Danny Roberts was um, 
it wasn't 170 pounds but uh, it was clear that there was, there was a, diff- a size advantage now as we know size doesn't necessarily mean a victory but the power in which um, <laughs> that flying knee and then the punch Daniel was out before he landed the um, landed on the canvas that was that was devastating man that was devastating and and poor Danny's been knocked out a few times. This is what the third, like, serious kind of knockout. Um, you know, trustfully, he's all well. The rubber band man, Danny boy, will bounce back again. I generally always root for that for that guy. Um, but yeah, that was that was that was interesting. We've, we've, if he has another performance like that again, Mister um, Demolitor. Uh, we got some problems in, in the 170 division, man, because the, that distance control and footwork was was amazing. That was hella good. Danny's what 16 and five. He's got he's on a what two fight loss. Um, the last one being a submission via armbar. That was the the Tiller Masvidal. Uh, so he's busy, man. He's staying busy. I'm sure he's going to be back up in there again. And um, do it, man. He's going to do it. Miss for Danny, though, I think, I think that's the third time he's been KO'd badly. You get me? Like, <clears throat> when you get them big KOs, bro, it's, it's, it's different from that. Like, there's only so much the head can rattle, you know what I mean? Sometimes you've got to be one of them guys that... that you know what I mean? That's to jump back and be springy just to just to save your fucking skull. But um, yeah, blood. That brother looked big as well, man. And he looked like a Darren Till, but you know, Darren Till ain't light on his toes. He's really just a karate guy with a boxer. You don't really. I don't, I don't think I've even seen. Probably, I think I've seen about one or two head kicks from from Till. But he looks big like Till. But what can you say, bro? If you want to fight at 170, that's what it is, isn't it? You want to fight them big men. Or you gotta cut that weight and go down. <clears throat> like, like, um, you know, is it Cannon? The, 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 not new you, but you know, like he's new because he's been fighting and speaking lately and getting a bit, bit of a backing behind him. Um, <clears throat> I think he was light heavyweight or something when he's come, or he was heavyweight, come down, lost a bit of weight, like. That's fine, isn't it? To get me, but if you look like if you're in shape, yeah, and you weigh a certain weight, you, you shouldn't be cutting anymore, G. You know what I mean? Like if you look at Cormier, like if Cormier would have lived a different life, my, he might have been a welterweight, you know them ones. But Tree's probably big bone, he's just carrying that around. But with a different lifestyle from 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 the age of five or whatever, okay, you never know. He might have been a chubby youth from young, but. People like Daniel call me and fat people, kinda, I can see where you're going. If you lose weight, you get me, but power goes in it, but like, call me a funny guy anyway, guy. he's kind of fat and I'm thinking, how did the fat man go that long, guy? I know fat people be breaking out in sweats, walking up steps, you know what I mean? So he must be just big boned and carry it well, <clears throat> but yeah man, certain, certain man, I mean like I'm, I'm 12 stone fam, I'd be getting advice to go down to 145. I think that's like 10 stone or something. It's, it's crazy. But I think the industry is still young. 
I think that now they've now they're almost. I think by the end of this year, you like cage fighting will be a household sport, like old school boxing. Like no one's gonna watch it and be like, oh no, it's terrible. Turn it off. It's too violent. Like people, people have been watching violent movies for fucking last twenty years. So we're kind of ready for that now. So I think once we kind of get a little bit more established, I think they're gonna start changing it up. But I think at the moment where they're peaking, they're just trying to find big fights, superstars keep the ball moving and just keep it rolling because there's beer madness going on with the pay-per-view and this and that and so i think it's still at a point but i feel like they're gonna they're gonna come and clear all that up still i think they're gonna make more divisions man can't man's got like a 15 pound you know i mean weight limit like you said unless you're a fat guy to get me and then it's just basically getting back down to your natural weight but I feel like it's gonna come, but I feel like if they do it too much too soon, it, you never know. Man, it could slip up. You know what I mean? It could slip up because you know what the social media is like. If you get, if you even have one bad year, yeah, people be like, "Nah, you're dead, fam." Do you get me? So I feel like, I feel like in time it's gonna happen. Do you get me? But Dana just signed a seven-year contract. But good on him because I like Dana. You know what I mean? He's part of it. Listen, you can't touch the UFC. You got Joe Hogan. You got Bruce Buffer. Dana White, what? You can't beat that. I don't even know another organization has got any of that sort of, you know what I mean? You might have superstars without even fighting. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, a, it's only, a matter of a t- only a matter of time before that happens. You know, we were on, we're on what? Um, Channel 5, Sky Sports 1, BT Sports. It's, it's you know... I don't know why Cage Warriors went and signed that deal with flipping Fight Pass. They should have kept that on terrestrial TV, forget the damn streaming thing, or even just created their own app. But, you know, it is what it is. It gets more eyes on the thing still. But yeah, 18 months or two years, there's going to be a lot more <clears throat> landscape within the UK because the PI is building, what, three gyms over here as well. as So that's going to boost the you know, the eyes and the, the the talent pool that's already here. So watch the space, man. Watch the space. It's definitely coming. And, and I 100% agree with the Cormier team. She's definitely big boned and stuff. <laughs> and yes, with a better diet and a different lifestyle, he, yeah, 185, I would say, man, 185, he could possibly um, compete at. But it's a tricky one, man. But veg out on the listen to the the one the one championships and you get a better idea of what's going on because they're, they're doing some big things still i mean they're they're the only sports landscape that has all has boxing kickboxing muay thai mma submission wrestling grappling um thai, i don't think they do taekwondo but they do some other shit man that i don't i've never even heard of <laughs> you know what I mean? They've got 100 and how many? 130 or 120 champions, world champions, multiple time world champions as well. Um, they ain't playing, man. And their viewership, 20 plus million views per, per team. Nah, nah, nah. UFC is big in regards to brand name and all that and recognition, Dana and the Bofsta and Rogan, the Paige Shill. Um... But when we're talking about eyes on the events and stuff, and the quality of the events, when you peep them, there's hardly any breaks. If it is, if it is breaks, it's breaks promoting the fighters. You know what I mean? 
it's 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 put together a lot better, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong, UFC now to an ESPN, you know, main channel and two, the breaks aren't as bad as they were on Fox. Um, but it's you know different marketing, different you know media, different audience, etc. But they're catching up, man. 